It's Thursday, January 16th, 2014. In many ways, it's a mega drought. We have had aquifers dry up. Unprecedented drought and wildfires in California. It's like opening an oven door in your face. Unprecedented heat shuts down Australian Open. EPA smacks down Alaska's proposed pebble mine putting Washington, D.C.'s sewage to good use. Plus... People are reporting uh, nausea, headaches, sickness, uh, just from the fumes that are being let out in their house as they open open their lines to try to clear this crap out. The impacts of the toxic chemical spill in West Virginia still flowing. All of those impacts and more straight ahead. From bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. These toxic chemical tanks have been inspected as recently as... Uh, <clears throat> 1991. 1991? Are you... 1991! This is your Green News Report. That's like six Batmans ago. Okay, Desi Doyen, the mess from the Freedom chemical spill in West Virginia continues. That, of course, is Freedom Industries chemical spill. Had a very interesting conversation with our friend Bob Kincaid of Head On Network, one of our Green News affiliate partners. He's in West Virginia. Yeah, and although officials have lifted the no-use ban on tap water in phases from that chemical spill that happened last week, Bob Kincaid reports that residents say their tap water still looks, smells, and tastes contaminated. People who have their water back on are still not comfortable with it. I was in a restaurant and, and one of the individuals there said, we're not serving this stuff to anybody. It doesn't smell right and it doesn't taste right and we don't trust it. But then again, under the circumstances, Brad, how could you ever trust this water again? Good point he makes there. How can you ever trust it? There are almost no laws regulating this crap, as he called it. And of course, John Boehner in Congress said this week that he's not worried about it. I am entirely confident that there are ample regulations already on the books to protect the health and safety of the American people. And by the way, Mr. Boehner, that toxic poison is heading down the Elk River into the Ohio River, straight towards Cincinnati, which you represent. Let your constituents know we don't need any more regulations. Meanwhile, on the West Coast, unprecedented is how scientists are characterizing historic drought in California. 2013 was officially the driest year on record in California. 2014 is off to an extra dry and extra hot start with a rash of rare January wildfires forcing evacuations around the state. In a press conference, Governor Jerry Brown says an official drought emergency declaration is imminent. We have to take this drought very serious. Uh, in many ways, it's a mega drought. It's been going on for a number of years. And then we also have the prospect of uh, global uh, climate change, and that can affect us as well. Yes, the National Weather Service out here in Los Angeles just issued their first red flag warning for wildfires. I should say their first red flag warning ever issued in January. Yes, the meteorologists say this rare January heat wave is caused by an extended blocking pattern in the jet stream, something that scientists say may be related to climate change. Our driest year ever. Now we've got 80 and 90 degree heat out here for a week. It's amazing. I know the people in the rest of the country where it's cold don't want to hear it, but this is very serious concern here on the West Coast. And now record heat in Australia. It really does feel 
like a sauna. 2013 was also the hottest year on record down under. And now they're broiling in yet another intense and prolonged heat wave. Soaring temperatures are melting roads and people's water bottles. Daytime matches at the Australian Open had to be suspended after some players and spectators collapsed in the excessive heat. In these conditions, it's simply desperate for the players. Lots of concerns about their health. A new report by Australia's Climate Council confirms human-caused global warming is behind the increased frequency and duration of these intense heat waves. Data showing the number of hot days in Australia has doubled since 1971. Last year, they actually added a new color to the weather map because it got so hot they didn't have anything to specify over 110 degrees. In Alaska, big news for tribes and fishermen opposed to the controversial proposed pebble mine. The Environmental Protection Agency has concluded in a new analysis that any large-scale mining operation in the fragile Bristol Bay watershed would devastate the region's ecology even in the best-case scenario and would irreparably harm the world's most prolific salmon fishery. Congratulations to another one of our Green News Report affiliates Shannon Moore up there in Alaska who has been fighting against this pebble mine for years. Uh, well done, guys. Keep up the good work. Finally, Washington, D.C. certainly generates a lot of and it's an endlessly renewable resource. So the D.C. Water Authority has announced it is putting all that sewage to good use, building a biogas digester that will process all the shit that rolls downhill from the nation's capital, siphon off the methane gas, and generate on-site electricity to power the plant. Wow, all the shit in D.C.? Yeah, pretty smart idea. That's a lot of shit. For much more on that and the rest of the shit we're covered today, Check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. While you're there, don't forget, please consider a donation to help keep the Green News Report on your public airwaves. Find us and like us on the Facebook and follow our 24-7 on the Twitters at Green News Report. From bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. And this has been your Green News Report. The time.